Hello, this is Angelique, and you're listening to We're Booked Up, where an I, Kendall, and Andrew discuss books. For this episode, we'll be discussing Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore, a Victorian romance in the first in the series, A League of Extraordinary Women. There will be spoilers. Also, just to warn you, we have construction going on at the library, so you might hear some of that, and we're also recording out of our usual quieter space, so there might be some road noise as well. Apologies for that. We're going to do our best. But first, what else have y'all been reading or watching? Andrew? Um, that's a good question. So I'm reading uh, my, the book club book. It's called Malibu Rising. <gasps> it's good. I oh, like it so far. I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. My sister just read that because my other sister just read <laughs> the seven. I get this confused. The Daisy. Nope, not no. Daisy Jones. Uh, the Seven Husbands of... Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. But I keep getting it confused with my seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I read Forever Interrupted a long time ago and liked it. Gotcha. So I'm excited to know what you think about yeah, I'm only Yeah, I'm only about 100 pages in, but it's it's interesting. And, and some of the ladies in book club were like, I don't know about this one. But I was like, this one looks really interesting. Maddie liked it. Maddie, if you love all of our social media, that's our, our Maddie Moore is doing that. Um, she's really great. But she she, she recommended it's also a Risa, Reese Witherspoon book club mm-hmm. pick. And apparently it's it's fascinating. So it's sort of historical fiction. It's like seventies, eighties, but it's um but it's like set over one night and like all the dramas of a family kind of come to and and yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's moving really fast, which is really great. Cause some of those some of those are struggles. But this one's really good. And then watching I haven't really been watching. I've been watching a lot of movies. So I'm a member of Film Independent and I've been watching a lot of really good screeners, odd indies and dark things. But recently I watched King Richard. <laughs> so for those of you who didn't. Who is the main character? <laughs> who is the main King character? Richard. For those of you who didn't listen to our Oscar podcast, Angelique and I are like, what's his name? What's 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 Venus and Saria's dad's name? I don't know. We'll just call him Mr. Williams. The film is called King Richard. <laughs> for a reason. For a reason. <laughs> um, but it's actually really good. I think it's Will Smith's best performance. Um and it's nominated for a lot of Oscars, Best Picture. Uh, Anjanou Ellis plays, who I'm a huge fan of, plays uh, the mother, and and she also got nominated. And so um, we have it here at the library. I would recommend putting it on hold. It's uh, like I said, it's a big Oscar um, favorite. We also have our Oscar prediction contest. So if you visit our DVD section, we have an Oscar display, so you can predict the Oscars. Um, Will Smith would be a solid prediction. So, um, but yeah, that's what I've been, and I, I've been enjoying it. So. Kendall, my turn. Yes. So I just started um, Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. I actually am really liking it so far. It made me laugh. It made me laugh on the first page, which a romance novel has never done before. (laughs) So I have kind of high hopes. Like I'm about to tell you on my rating scale that I don't give romance novels ever higher than three stars because it's just not my it's just not my thing right but i might i might have to break that rule for this one we'll find out we'll find out but i'm really enjoying it so far and then what did i watch marcus and i just finished um boba fett on the disney plus although there it felt like in some places it was just mandalorian episodes (laughs) which i'm not complaining because i love the mandalorian but why was it in like sandwiched <laughs> in between the Boba Fett stuff? It so, just... <laughs> I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Obviously, you and Marcus are huge Star, and and I haven't watched it yet. But I read a review that was just like, they're like, it's like refried beans that you just keep refrying and reheating <laughs> and refrying. It's like what point? Like, so you have something successful like the Mandalorian, which is well done. So good. It's not my favorite, but it's well done. I, I'm just I'm a little marvel star wars out i don't know why i'm just i just need something different for a while but it's very well made and it has some great actors in it um and it's like okay so we're just gonna kind of take that i mean boba fett's legendary but it's also like 
How many times can we talk about Boba Fett? Are there not other characters? I want them to like the Ahsoka one. I'm totally looking forward I'm to because I about love 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 Rosario and Dawson. Obi Wan, but I haven't watched it. I want to watch it. I will watch it. But yeah, it was a really interesting review. So uh, I, I, it kind of made me think. Could because it was just keep rehashing and it kept bringing in the Mandu. It's like it couldn't be its own series. I think was kind of the idea. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt. I'm like, well, they don't really go in and talk about that much about Boba Fett, except if you were like reading the novels, which let's be real, I don't. No. Uh, and so I'm like, you have like this whole like character who comes back to life and is like a wish fulfillment for all Star Wars fans everywhere. Right. And then you do the Mandalorian. I mean, I love the Mandalorian. I love Bryce Dallas Howard and how she directs. Like the episode is, I loved the episode, but I was like, well, why didn't they just include this in the Mandalorian season three (laughs) or something? Like, or is it a teaser for the Mandalorian season three? Is that where, cause that's coming out soon, isn't it? The entire episode. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so <laughs> off topic. Honestly, like we might edit all this Star Wars talk out. That's fine. <laughs> the entire episode is dedicated to the Mandalorian, yeah. and I'm like, but you don't need it to be in order to serve Boba Fett's story. I think it's like how even the Marvel films that are unique, like Black Panther, that really stand on their so own. Good. They the Disney machine connects them. So I have a feeling that that is because then the next big series you're going to see, besides uh, Obi-Wan, which is you know disconnected from that, but is going to be The Mandalorian's the next season. So I feel like maybe that's why they did it. It's like, well, we got to tease The Mandalorian. I'm like, it's one of the most successful like streaming shows ever. I don't think you need to like dedicate a whole episode of another in order to like <laughs> get people to go back and see so- whatever. But maybe that's the reason. I think it's just part of the machine. Yeah, I just want to say Boba Fett, you're good enough. Like good I'll enough, watch. <laughs> you just climbed out of that you. Sarlacc pit. Yes. And you survived. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. You, you did. I'm so sorry. Did you see the mashup in Parks and Rec of Patton Oswalt describing in a filibuster the yes, yes, um, yes the uh, a new Star Wars kind of movie, and then it's like describing scene for scene the beginning of the Boba Fett series and I'm like this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen please tell me John Favreau watched this I'm and sure made it did. come to yeah, fruition probably probably okay. I'm sorry you can I'm so sorry <laughs> so Kendall's watching Boba Fett long story short and I'm reading Seven Days in June by Tia Williams awesome <laughs> all right then maybe I should just stop asking that question about what y'all are watching uh, uh we have fun together, guys. I hope you know that. When you, I, hope it, I hope it comes through on the podcast. What about you, Angelique? What are you, besides YouTube videos, and what are you watching or reading? Um, what, what did I watch recently? I watched, have you heard of um, Murderville? Yeah. It's like new on Netflix. It's actually based on some BBC show. Watch that. It has Will Arnett, and he's like improving actors and stuff like that. It's not that great. <laughs> um, did you watch Only Murders in the Building? I'm no. not yet, but I want to. Oh my to. god, it's so good. Well, I love Steve Martin and anything. I didn't so. think Selena Gomez was going to be any. She was lovely. Yeah, she's funny actually. She the, yeah, plus she's good. She Martin was Shorten. the wizard. And Martin Shorts, yeah, Martin. Martin. It's a lot of Martins. Yeah, it is a lot of Martins. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we are here to talk about a book. Even, yeah, the book. We're talking about the book. What about have you have you been reading a book besides bringing down the Duke? What was the last book I read? Well, I was reading the guest list. Because oh, yeah, that's next yeah. month's book, yeah. FYI. And then I was gonna, I'm gonna start a book called um, "The Long Call" by Anne Cleves. It's kind of like mystery. a, yeah, yeah, like a English small village set murder mystery kind of thing. So I'm hoping that's good. 
Sounds dry. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not. I'm so sorry. Kill. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really, this is a book sounds that I've read. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, help maybe us. we should go back to recording in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> when we're fresh. When we're fresh. And kinder, I don't, apparently. I don't know that that would help. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are still us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I love you. I hope it's amazing and uh, that you enjoy it. Oh, See, ha- I, I tried to re- listen to it on audiobook first, but I can't pay attention to audiobooks if I haven't read them first. Because it's dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> so I just started. I can't read that. Oh please! I will say I would I would beg Angelique to edit out the snort, but I know no matter what that snort is. I'm making gonna it. boost it. You're gonna boost it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Everybody's gonna hear it. Kendall's gonna kill me this afternoon. I'm gonna roll over, and die of laughter. Uh, so the book that we read. The book that we read. read let's yes. just move on. Let's yeah, do let's it. do the that. The book that we read was Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore, as I said, and it is a historical romance. And um. So I'll just go ahead and read the synopsis. A daring Oxford rebel takes on a powerful duke in a love story that threatens to upend the British social order. England, 1879. Brilliant but destitute Annabel Archer is one of the first female students at Oxford University. Her scholarship demands that she recruit men of influence to champion the rising women's suffrage movement. Her target, the cold and calculating Duke of Montgomery, commander of Britain's politics. But Montgomery wouldn't be the kingdom's greatest strategist if he did, couldn't turn the tables and confront Annabelle with an altogether different offer. Locked in a battle with rising passion and impossible attraction, Annabelle will learn just what it takes to topple a duke. All right. So, Kendall, what would you rate bringing down the duke? Okay. I gave it three stars, okay. which is the highest I will give a romance <laughs> novel. Except for maybe the one you're reading Except now. for maybe the one I'm yeah. reading now. Yeah. But yeah, three stars. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. 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 It's the first time I've ever Well, and we'll get into the whys, but I will say it, it, um, I, I struggle to get, get this podcast and book club are finally making me to read, which I think is really great and read stuff that I normally wouldn't. But this one, I actually kind of, I, I flew through it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. which so that, you know, so yeah, I would, I would say three stars. Three stars. Okay. What about you? I said like, Three and a half stars at the start, but then I thought about it some, and I'm just like, three stars or two point five stars. <laughs> yeah, it took a while for it to sink in. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I didn't like that that much. So let's get to questions. Ooh. What did y'all think of Annabelle, and what did you think of Sebastian? <laughs> Who wants to go first? I liked them better in the beginning than I did in the end. And what I mean by that is is I kind of liked when they were there was this kind of like tete-a-tete or whatever where they were back and forth back and forth and then after a while it just kind of became, you know, romance. I don't mm-hmm. know. I I I I liked that she she obviously had a mind of her own and I think that that was great and I think it was I think it is kind of cool that they brought in the whole women's suffrage to, to kind of give that spin to it which I think is important and him I, I yeah he was cold and calculating but I could see why from the very beginning so I I don't know I I, I didn't dislike them yeah, but I, they were they were I don't know I don't know how to describe it go for it I thought they were pretty standard romance characters. Yeah. I'm good for it. Like, I like that she was intelligent. 
one of my favorite things about her is she didn't really change anything about herself throughout the entire book. Like, this was not her being a young ingenue, meeting an older duke, and having to completely change everything about her station personality and you know, changing things about, she. this was not a My Fair Lady thing. Right. The only thing that really changed was that she allowed herself to care for him. I say he kind of did the most changing, really. Yeah. His character was the one that did the kind of 180. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she was pretty consistent, which is d- very different for a romance novel. I mean, normally it's 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 not. The women, I mean, you know, yeah. ones that are more, woman falls, in lo- you know, falls for the man. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it, it, some of them basically, can be kind of sexist in a lot of ways, I think. Mm-hmm. And this one had some of that, but it tried hard to not have that. Yeah. So I struggled with this concept a little bit because Annabelle, in the very beginning, I was telling Angelique that mm. I was reviewing my notes, and the very first word I wrote was ew. <laughs> <laughs> because in the first page, she's talking to her cousin, Gilbert, and she's using her femininity to act demure and, like, casting down her lashes because that's how she has learned how to, like, navigate society. But I'm like, y'all, this book was written in 2019. Yeah. I get that we have to account for historical references, right. but she's also supposed to be this, like, fiery rebel. And for her to just immediately be playing into it, I was just like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> so I didn't actually really like her at first. I grew to like her more and more. And, yeah. And then the Duke, again, I, I'm i a little over the trope of, like, enemies to lovers. Yeah. I, I just don't – I don't know. I feel like it sets up, like, unrealistic – expectations for girls that you can change the bad boy you can change like the guy if he's a jerk to you if he's a jerk to your friends if he's a jerk to people in society don't date him like (laughs) walk away and that's what i mean when i said i I liked it the beginning where they were more enemies Mm -hmm. because you're right it was like i knew where it was going i think and i was just kind of like well i actually kind of like that right now they're probably the most honest and human Mm -hmm. and her initial reaction to him was like like ew, I think's a nice way of putting it. And I'm like, well, good for you because don't don't fall for this. Like, you know, stay your ground. And then and then it, you know. So for turn. Well, see, for me, I liked I did I disliked them more in the beginning, and I liked them more as it went on because I felt like the feminist uh, principles kind of became more apparent. Whereas she didn't change. He did. He did. He gave up his what was it? His like essentially his station for her spoiler alert <laughs> you know like he lost Apparently favor with the queen lost he his clothes because at the his... end he's just butt naked <laughs> i'm like really that's an odd detail to put whatever well if you're coming he's off free. swimming in the yacht in the yeah. mediterranean obviously he didn't lose his money <laughs> but he no. he lost his castle that he worked so hard for yeah, yeah. so he the, had like 50 of them though so i'm not really like I feel like I feel bad for him. We can just rename <laughs> one of the other castles yeah. after right. him. <laughs> right, right. This is Chateau Montgomery or whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. So I like them more and more as as it went on. It was just funny because Andrew had the opposite reaction to them. How about you, Angelique? What did you think? I didn't hate Annabelle, but I didn't really connect with her. Um, I understood her motivations. Uh, I was sympathetic to her situation, but I didn't really care much beyond that <laughs> so <laughs> you're so loving <laughs> remember 
Murderbot. <laughs> yeah. Murderbot hates Happy. <laughs> I did not like Sebastian because he's a kind of romance character I just don't like. He had yeah. those traits I just do not like. He was like possessive. He was like physically mm-hmm. intimidating towards her and worthlessly rich. So mm-hmm. didn't like that. <laughs> I love worthlessly, worthless. worthlessly rich. rich. That is a beautiful oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to the next one. Were you rooting for them to get together? Why or why not? Well, I knew they were going to. I knew they were going to get together, so it was like there was no point in rooting against it. <laughs> it wasn't like it was going to change. Like it's a romance novel, and they make it very clear from like page twenty that this is going to be the attraction. So it wasn't like if I would, it would just been rough for me to spend the whole time being like, "Nah, this is going to happen." I deny, nah, get away from him. So she could have thrown a curveball. She'd she, have been she like, "You know what? Sometimes it just doesn't work out." But that I would did. be the yeah. best answer ever. Yeah. Slash, and that would never happen. I would have liked that book better had had there been like a curveball or something. But it, it that was the thing for me was that I, it's kind of like we talked about with the American Angels where we knew what the purpose of it was. I'm not a romance novel re- reader, but the people who read romance novels want what they want out of it. Mm-hmm. And so you knew where they were going with it. And so it didn't bother me that that's where they were going with it. It was cool. But it, yeah, I, I guess I was rooting for them. I, I, again, I was not actively rooting against them. I was curious to see how it was going to play out because they'd set this obstacle up. I, I really truly thought, because kind of early on in the Duke's interest in Annabelle, he was like, ooh, she's French. You know, back in the day, the aristocracy or whatever used to like sleep around and stuff. So maybe we can like make her like elevated in station a little bit i was really glad they didn't do yeah, that so that too. was my surprise was that he ended up downgrading demoting he settled <laughs> <laughs> that was really loud at the mic. <laughs> he settled for her. okay we can't say on one end she's spunky she's cool she's feminist she's like at every time and it's like but she's dirty and she's like lower class. And I mean, can we, I she's mean, the vicar's daughter. <laughs> yeah, she is. He's a duke. So you shameful. Honestly, if you were those like catty women in like the vault, they're like, who is this girl? Listen, Ew. my answer to this question is I would not have been sad or disappointed if they did not get together. I love you so much. <laughs> you are my favorite person. <laughs> You make me so happy. <laughs> I just, I I don't like romance. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it gets to a point like, okay, <laughs> just, I don't know. Like, okay, this is going to sound really bad. I would have been like, I would have respected her still if she'd just gone for the deal. <laughs> <laughs> we're not like, going to talk. Right, you have fine. to read to find out what the deal is. Yeah. To keep oh, this we're family not talking friendly. like that. Oh, we can. We're okay. already okay. warned for spoilers. I mean, is it like if she had been like she decided to just his be mistress. his mistress and get ahead that way, I would have been like, Cool. You do you. You know, I that could have worked. Good out. hustle. See, that's what I thought. <laughs> Good hustle. I love you so much. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought that that was gonna be one avenue that she would take. So what's your next question? Okay. All right. How important was the time period or the setting of to the story? Did you think it was accurately portrayed? How would the book have been played out differently in a different time period or setting, do you think? Well, I I do think it was that. I mean, it was a big deal for someone. Even now, I mean, we have two royals who married commoners. They went slumming. They went slumming. But (laughs) 
But that was a they big settled. <laughs> they did not, he seen Kate and met, they did not settle. Okay, I know. Honestly, but, like I mean, they will upgrade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was still a big deal, even in that time. It was they kept making comment about that she's not royal. She's not royal. You know, like uh, Beatrice, he was royal, the Italian royal. But but um, but I think even Eugenie's husband is like he's like a businessman. He's very successful, but he was not royal. They make a big deal about that even today. They don't. It's not as what it was then, but um, and and I actually thought so. The the suffragette stuff when they had the the kind of attack on them and the jailing and that kind of stuff that actually was pretty. I mean, that's because up to that point it was just kind of like, oh, we're going into the offices of Parliament and we're telling them to give us the right to vote, but it was actually pretty bad and there was violence and there were women who were thrown in jail and taken away. There's a movie called Suffragette. Had Carrie Mulligan. Um, where I think she loses like her kids because of her her um, like custody of her children because of of her activism in the suffragette movement. So that part I did like because it did kind of bring the historical accuracy into it. Obviously, not everything's historically accurate. I mean, I get that, but a lot of the stuff. I mean, his standing it was a big deal that he was kind of going to. You know, th- they make the deal about like she had to borrow the dress because she wasn't dressed appropriate. That even now in society, in high society, which of course we are not members of, but they, nope. it's still that way. Even in America, that there there are some of those standards, and and so yeah, that part was 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 sort of accurate. Oh, I really liked that they that she included the suffragette movement because. I cannot stand Victorian romance. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Right. Oh, you're snooty and you can't find the love of your life and no one wants to sign your dance card? Don't care. <laughs> it's so frivolous. Like, your whole purpose is to find a man? This makes me so sad. This is just depressing. There's no, like, I don't get excited by that. Right. There's no... There's no, like, good outlook. Yeah. I'm just not into it. Like, I'm sorry. Don't care about Bridgerton. Don't care. I've seen it. Whatever. Season two is coming up. Don't care. (laughs) I'll probably watch it because I'm about to have a baby and I'm going to need something to watch, but don't care. So the fact that she... I still love you, Shanta Rhymes, though. Oh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I still watch Grey's Anatomy. Of course. No, we're not getting off on that. (laughs) No. We already went off on Star Wars. We can't go off on... No. Jake will kill us. Circling back. But I... I really appreciated that it was in here. I also don't know many suffragettes, suffra- suffragette, suffragists. I think is what they're. We're going gonna go with suffragist characters, other than um, the space cadetty mom in Mary Poppins. And <laughs> so I really, I really appreciate it. Kept it interesting. It made it. It gave Annabelle something interesting about her. Yeah, I liked that. And the friends, and and like the woman who's in charge of it, that were interesting side characters. I thought. You know, just it just added something to you know the ones that are doing it that have the connections, the ones that aren't, and and why, and you know, like that friend who decides to join at the last minute, even though she knows it's it's that was an interesting little bit, you know, and, and so it definitely helped with with some of that obvious sexism that isn't a lot of romance. It made the conversations between the Duke and Annabelle more interesting. Yeah, and I love like at the that dinner where where he like the the argue that one. Oh, she put that old yeah, guy in his place. Yeah, yeah that was one of my was favorite parts. Yeah, like, that, I think that was the my ones favorite that part. Okay, that, that's one of the ones I'm yeah. That was solid, um, solid. Yeah. yeah. By our, but having those, con- you're talking about this conversation, because that was such a pre- prevalent part of the plot, they were able to put it in in other places, which made for some cool moments. I kind like, of saved some of it. It gave the Duke substance because he really had to 
think about just his morals, but then also like how he could attain his own goals. So he probably didn't care whether the Women's Property Marriage Act thing. Yeah. He probably would have been okay with it passing based on how he interacts with people. Right. (laughs) But at the same time, he was really focused on, you know, earning his name back. Right. And that, that provided an interesting conflict within the Duke for me. Hmm. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't really like Victorian set things. I don't really like historical fiction in general. Yeah, same. Yeah. Because usually the time periods, all I, all I can think about is everything terrible about those time periods. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just being like, yeah, like for this one, I kept thinking they probably all smell bad. Oh my gosh, you are so they right. They all smell terrible. Andrew's sniffing his armpit just to make sure he's not one of those Victorians. I'm not, I'm not Victorian, no. Well, it's like, so I read a book called The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek, which has gotten a lot of reviews. And again, what book? I, book I Woman of Troublesome Creek. Okay. It's based in Kentucky. It's about the book women who actually were like pack horse librarians. It's the same thing. It was like, it's like, how many horrible things can happen to these people? Yeah. You know, and that you're right. Some of that historical fiction. That's why I like the Malibu Rising. It's like, it's sort of historical, but it's current enough that it's not like, you know, disease and drought and smelliness, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's, it was the 70s, so <laughs> who knows? It's not like in Moulin Rouge where she's got basically tuberculosis <laughs> and she's having to recover and he's still in love with her, you know? Yeah. See, yeah. also set similar timing. It's true. It's true. And I hate that movie. What? We oh, can't be friends it. anymore. Oh, yes, we can. I, I hate love that it. movie. Okay. So hard. Well, I do d- like the remix of Lady Marmalade. Yeah, of yeah. course. I've never seen it. Anyways, <laughs> I love you, Angelique. Oh, I can't believe you've never seen this. Okay. Okay. I don't really want to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Musical okay. romance is definitely, <laughs> you can't throw in musical on top of romance. Angelique's like double that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we like musicals, but yeah. she's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, she's like hard pass. Can't do it. I can do a Disney musical, like animated, but that's it. In my head now, I'm making Moulin Rouge a Disney animated musical. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Keep going. All right. Um, Were there any moments that were your favorite? Like any quotes or passages, any moments in the book that you liked or disliked a lot? I, I, we we talked about I did like when she took that guy down, yeah. and then the Duke mm-hmm. kind of defend like because and and then he was just like apparently steaming all night but couldn't do anything about it because because the Duke was there and it was clear that no one messed with him. Mm-hmm. But I like I liked that scene. It was just like I was like yes, do it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. Get him. I don't know. I like I like stuff like that when there's like I like a lot of like Aaron Sorkin where there's like those big dramatic like speeches. You know, like mm-hmm. those kind of movies and TV shows, and that kind of felt like one of those where she. <laughs> Have y'all seen the video? It's like uh, it's some from like Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth, <sighs> and it's where um, I've never, I've never, I haven't seen it. I haven't even read the okay, book. I mutually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, but there's a scene where like, I forget her name. She's like, is it Elizabeth? Anyway, she's talking to them, and you can hear that song turned down for what kind of building in the background and then she gets to the, no listen you gets to the part where she like just slams him and it goes turn down for what and it just <laughs> ah, that's awesome <laughs> it was amazing anyways so is that on youtube hmm? is that on YouTube? probably yes. okay okay i'll find it yeah like not right now i'll send it to you <laughs> okay thank you it. yeah yeah scenes that i disliked uh or really like i mean my i i really enjoyed the the you know that guy getting at the dinner. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, I thought the friends somehow were going to be more involved. They seemed very flimsy, peripheral. I got them yeah. all confused. 
Um, I, I just thought, meant that they they added to the suffragette part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah not yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. to like the yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, they they were they were necessary to the story. I thought right. they would be more necessary because that's true. She didn't really build the relationship with with them that well. She, Annabelle didn't seem to care about yeah. them at all. <laughs> yeah, like they're giving her time and clothes and like, like painting accolades. her. They're what painting her because she's so beautiful. Yeah, I hated that. I, mm, hate that. Don't yeah. like. But that. then it's like as soon as like the Duke, it's like all the all the tension builds and mm-hmm. and it's like screw them. I got my eyes set on the prize. I know. Wink, wink. I, re- all about I, I remember looks. to say wink, yeah. wink. Thank Instead yeah. of when I you do air quotes and no one can <laughs> no see one it. Can yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like their entire relationship seemed more based on the physical and the aesthetic than the actual, like an emotional connection a lot of the time. Uh, okay, so like I, I, I think it's necessary for the physical because it's a yeah. romance novel, right? And so like, I don't know if I agree with that because in the beginning, like he was like, fantasizing about this woman who basically got you know accosted him on the street waving a pamphlet in his face but then that other guy was kind of a jerk and the duke kind of stepped in and ended up like uh, rebuking that guy i don't anyway i'm not retelling this very well it's <laughs> in the very beginning but he didn't really like encourage a relationship beyond that until homegirl got like sick at his like house or whatever and then they started After to the horse interact. ride after the horseback ride. And that was all physical. Yeah. It was all a And oftentimes physical is the initial. Yeah. Oh, that person's attractive. I find that person attractive. So I get that. But it, it did seem to be, it was like, it wasn't just like, oh, that person's attractive. It was like. Her lips. Tension. <laughs> <laughs> I said like Leslie Jordan. Tension. You did say <laughs> Leslie Jordan. But that's what it felt. It was just like all this. It was like it, it, that. T- that's where I agree with you. That it was like almost a little much. It wasn't like, oh, she was really pretty, you know, or oh, I liked her spirit. It was just like it was like bodice ripping. <laughs> well, that's where the romance novel esque part comes in. That yeah. I just am like I don't really care about because she was all like he was all like icy. Nordic was he Nordic? Yeah. I don't know. I said you looked Nordic. Blonde, muscular, and he, you know she was all like feminine with her green eyes and big lips. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that, the way you said it. it's kind of like me saying tension. Tension. <laughs> but the anyway the the point I was trying to make was I feel like the Duke didn't actually try to take the relationship further until he found her mentally engaging too. So I do think there was a, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Or there are parts and sometimes whirlwinds happen. Like, I mean, it's okay that it was like a week. Just sometimes that happens. Yeah. Sorry, you were asking a question. I interrupted. I apologize. Moments that you didn't like? Like, you just hated? I got irritated that the Duke had to go save her at the rally. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. Like... It did. She punched that guy, though. That was nice. That was nice. But he kept saving her. He kept kept getting her out of the situation. Yeah. That, that was, it's like, it's like... That's one of the things I don't like about Victorian, like, historical mm-hmm. things like that. If he had not saved her, yeah, she would not have been able to yeah. save herself. She yeah. would end up back with that, yeah. that that Pats Gilbert. Gilbert seemed like a Pats. Anyway, he just he just seemed like he just seemed like dumpy and stupid. Yeah, so and, and she kind of described him as that, like like kind of worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think that was part of it too. And and again, maybe that is some of the historical part. There's no way that woman would have been able to have gotten out of jail had a man of prominence not. But it's not just that he saved her. He rode up literally on a flipping <laughs> That's horse. True. Yeah. And then yeah. he saved her at the dinner. And That's then 
like he just kept covering for her and putting her in a situation where she was the damsel in distress. And she even talks about it, like that she didn't enjoy that. So, I mean, I just mm, I wasn't super into that part. And we had talked about it before, but I, I do feel like, and I won't use the word, but I do feel like it it was kind of, it was this historical romance. And I get romance, and I get that there's parts of that that are going to be certain things. But I did kind of feel like it was just like all of a sudden, and then it was super sexual. I, I don't I don't know. It, it That part didn't feel as genuine. And so it, it, when it came on, it was like, oh, okay. I don't care. I mean, fine. I'm an adult. I read it. It's no big deal. But it's like. It seemed to jump so quick. I don't know. It just. It focused so heavily on anticipation. Yeah. And it took, what, 150 pages before they really engaged in anything and almost 200 pages before things got real. Yeah, it was long. It was a long book. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face when you say that. Again, very happy this is not being recorded. Well, it is being recorded. But I mean, it's like, where they can video. see our faces. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, Andrew, we are currently okay. recording. <laughs> this is another King Richard moment, isn't it? <laughs> this, this is an, okay. Oh it's been a long day, guys. I apologize, listeners. What's what? up? All right. So I had two moments I really hated. Oh, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, really hated. Love it, love it. So I really liked the logic, um, like dinner table thing like y'all did. But there's this one moment in the beginning where they're talking about how she has to be the one to um, speak to Sebastian, Duke of Montgomery. And and the reason is they give is you are the most beautiful of all of us. And that bugged me. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like, oh, why does that need to be? Why is that anything in this book? Why does? Oh, sorry. You just reminded me of a moment that I also got irritated by. Yeah. Uh, it is just after they had their first adult encounter. Uh-huh. And he was like, call me Sebastian. And her response was, why? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you just did those things with that person. And you're going to. You're at least on a first name basis. I think this you've point. made it that far. I'm not saying like out in public. Don't be like, hey, Bastion, let's go. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but you can call him Sebastian. Right. Get close to worse. <laughs> but you spend a lot of time behind with him. Come on. Okay, sorry. And your second moment. My yes, second moment is this one where he's like, they've like separated or something. I forget. I'm not really clear on the timeline. And he was t- thinking about her. Sebastian is. And he's like, I could have her. He'd get off the train. He could find her, take her, drag her back to his bedroom and keep her. I hated that. Mm-hmm. Did not like that. That is not cool. Yeah. That is not a character even, trait. I appreciate that he, that he him. Even thought yeah. That. Well, I feel like the author put it in to be like, look, this is how progressive he is. He's not a Neanderthal or whatever. And I'm like, but you yeah, didn't need He thought that. it. You yeah. just he thinks it, it like twice. You just don't need it. You no. don't. Evie, you don't need it. No, it's gross. You're right. I, I don't think, I think that, that that was just to, to try to make it seem so dramatic when he didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. Try but to make them you, all alpha male. If you male. understand the hist- history of that time, it would have been dramatic enough. Yeah. Yeah. We we're reading this understanding when it's set, understanding the dynamics of men and women at that time. So just the acts of what he did that were positive without thinking of that yeah. mm-hmm. would have been dramatic enough for me. And mm-hmm. and and if you're gonna write this as historical fiction and, and clearly trying to make it not like a harlequin type thing, you kind of expect the reader then to be able to understand that. You're right. It's almost it's almost like it's insulting to us that we have to 
you know what I mean? That you, yeah. Maybe not. I don't really feel insulted because I don't care. But I don't know. I went off on that. Anyway, the point is I agree. Yeah. Okay, then. Sorry. I will say one thing random that I liked about the romance aspect was that <clears throat> Annabelle, that's her name. I was trying to, th- I was going to call her Evie, but that's the author. <laughs> Annabelle, uh, even though she was 10 years younger than the Duke, she was still 25. Yeah. This wasn't a coming of age story. It yeah. wasn't about some man like showing her the way and all the creepy stuff about losing your innocence and stuff like that. Like she was good. Yeah. She'd already had a relationship previously. It didn't end well. Mm-hmm. And it was just as unequal like yep. status wise. But yeah, she wasn't like a virgin basically. It, it, it wasn't an awakening for yeah. her. Well, in a lot of those stories, it's like, I mean, at that time, those girls were like 16, 17 yes. when those things were happening. So yeah. you're right. That yeah. did make it. Like yeah, I like that, that they that were helped. like, yeah, she's an old maid, but I'm like, girl, she's 25. Reading that, though, it's, as someone who's now 36, I'm like, I oh, don't like that. I know. Again, that one is historical. Yeah. And yeah. That, that one yeah. is to that time. It is. It is kind of. Also, 10 years isn't that big a deal. That guy could have been 45, 55. Mm-hmm. 65 anyway so i just i did appreciate that she did not make uh our main character a young ingenue and some experienced guys coming in and shaping her world yeah like she was ready to walk away from the duke multiple times and so i appreciate that she even tried she tried to run away in the snow yeah (laughs) (laughs) she didn't get very far but she tried she literally was like bye get it out i loved that moment Mm-hmm. When she was just because that to me was was and then of course then it, oh he saves her on the white horse or whatever but but I liked when she was just like screw it and she grabbed herself and she just mm-hmm. marched oh I'm she sent the servant away it was oh, like yeah. oh no like it it took a it took a lot of strong that, that was a that was a good moment for her anywho but yeah sorry that was random what's up next so that was like so what you liked about the book um. What did you like? Not like a moment, but like an aspect of the book that you just didn't like or something that you really did like even. I was going to say I liked the brother's storyline. Yeah. And I liked that, that he was, you know, with the, the one girl. And the, and I love that he like hid out in the basement or the dungeon. Of like <laughs> the thing. But I did kind of like that storyline. He, he. Did you like it because his hobby is drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Shot across the bow. <laughs> <laughs> no, sort of. Um, <laughs> no, I he just, found him relatable, <laughs> Angelique. But the way that the, the <laughs> yes, Continue. I saw myself in the drunk. Um, but no, the the, the uh, he also challenged mm-hmm. Sebastian, and it was nice to see that there were other characters that because cha- it made it seem like he obviously was scared of him and, yeah. and would ba- back down a lot. But his existence and his wildness also was a challenge to Sebastian. So that was kind of nice that there wasn't just the one woman. It's the only one who could tame him. Like, the brother caused him a lot of grief, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And I just kind of liked it. And I like the, the story that where he hit out, and all of a sudden that she was, like, walking. All of a sudden he was there. Was like, <laughs> you know? That was kind of funny. Um, uh, so, and then at the end where he, like, how they all ended up kind of together, I, I just, it was a, it was not, again, it was it was one of those I thought would be more prominent. And they kind mm-hmm. of, when they, it's like, we're just going to hide you for 300 pages. And then you're back. Um, yeah. But but uh, when he did pop up, that was, it, it worked. Yeah. 
it worked. I liked that the author did show what it's like to have the pressures, that amount of pressure on a person and then have it manifest in two different ways. So one person became super controlling and all about like getting it done, which would be the Duke. And then the other one was like, I can't handle this. Yeah. I'm going to go in the opposite way. And then they would get mad at each other for the very thing that scared them. And so it was really nice. I thought it was nice that there was growth. Again, the only real growth. I was good that, you know, the growth happened mostly with the Duke. Okay, I'm ready for the next one. All right. Well, first, what I didn't like about it. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. There was a review that said (laughs) this book was witty. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't. Like, it wasn't funny. I didn't laugh much. (laughs) And I don't like that. I need stuff to be funny if I'm going to read it. There well, has to you be should try here. my book, The Seven Days in June, because it made me laugh on the first, first page. Page. <laughs> page one. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there were some moments that I would call kind of humorous. A sensible chuckle. Sensible, sensible chuckle. chuckle. I like that. <laughs> That's what should have been on the back of the book. This book, it's sensible chuckle. <laughs> it's a sensible chuckle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready, are we ready to move on now? Yeah, sure. Let's go for it. Okay, we, so we've devolved here. Why not? <laughs> okay, okay. It's one of our favorite questions. If the book were made into a movie or a TV show, who would play each of the lead characters? Hmm. I'm gonna go first on this one because okay. I thought about this a little bit. I didn't so I did it with the. I thought about it with the Duke because I realized that she probably wrote this with like an Alexander Skarsgård, tall, beautiful Nordic, can be cold, because did anyone watch him in True Blood? Like, I was in love with Eric, and I dislike that kind of male (laughs) archetype. But my goodness, (laughs) I did not picture Eric, or uh, Alexander Skarsgård, speaking of Moulin Rouge, the Duke in that, the weaselly guy with his blonde hair and blonde <laughs> little mustache. So every time she would reference Annabelle's mouth, I would think about the Duke's mouth and that little twitch. <laughs> and I just could not get behind that image. So for so me, this the is... The answer is, we don't know. <laughs> probably Alexander, Alexander Stars. Okay, but in my okay. head, the whole time I was reading this book, yeah. it was that the Duke from Moulin Rouge. <laughs> And so I did find it witty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now googling Nordic actors and just do if it. I can find do something. Uh, I really that one. I, I with both of them. I did because normally I'm the movie guy, right? So normally mm-hmm. I see that. But I, I did kind of struggle. I was like, I don't know. See the people they're suggesting: Nikolaj Coster Waldo, uh, Game of Thrones, the brother. <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah Jamie. Um, Jamie, yes, yes, but I don't that know all these, a lot of these guys. Yeah, that, yeah, and they, then they yeah, have uh, they have Alexander Skarsgård listed. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that would that's be who good. I thought of. Really? Good. And then she's French, right? Mm-hmm. Marion Cotillard. She's mm-hmm. too old now. But For some reason, good. I thought of Haley Atwell. I don't know who that is. I Tell she me. She played who. Um, Major Carter in Captain America. Oh, Peggy Carter. Yeah, that's a yeah. great one because in my head she was Vivian Lee without the whining. <laughs> Honey, Vivian Lee is dead. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, okay. Well, do you really think Vivian Lee and the Duke from the Moulin Rouge would be a great (laughs) casting choice together? No. (laughs) But in my head, that's who I saw. It's about putting a face to the character. Yeah. (laughs) True. Vivian Lee. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Haley Atwell, that's a good one. I concur. I changed my answer. She's she's French, so she's French descendant, but she's British. Obviously, the character. The character, yeah. Yeah, so she doesn't, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. 
She had the dark hair. Yeah. She's very pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. yeah. Well, they described the characters in here, so it doesn't leave like a whole lot of yeah room. The um. So my mom watches for the sub- the brother. There's a brother in. So my mom watches that TV series, All Creatures Great and Small. And the anyway, the what the vets who's like the the there's the main guy, and then he's like an apprentice to this vet that's a sta- veterinarian. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he has a, like a oh goofy like not like from someone from the military. No 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 that makes more sense. Okay. And um. And he has like a goofy brother who's kind of like the screw up, and and he's blonde, so he could play. Anyway, he would. I don't know the actor's name. I'm sorry. I'll look it up. But um, but when I when I was because literally I was cooking supper one night and sh- and it was on, and I was just reading it. I'm like, oh him, yeah, he would be good. So anyway, I'll look it up. You guys keep going. We're going on a journey. <laughs> okay, so we'll just move on. Um, what did you think of the ending? Is there anything you would have changed about the book? And if so, what? I'll go first. Yeah. I would have made it shorter. The whole book or the ending? I would have made the book shorter. His <laughs> name is Callum Woodhouse. That's the actor's name. Callum Woodhouse. So anyway, you would make it shorter. Yes, I would make the book shorter. I think it went on too long. What would you cut out? What parts? I don't know. Most of it. <laughs> Well, I feel I like a lot of that. like the in between where she's like, I don't know what to do, and like she's waffling. Yeah, figure it, was, out. That, it did seem to go on at the end where like she couldn't find a house and then yeah. she kept moving, and I'm like, yeah. just 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 get him here. Like <laughs> yeah. how many times she had to move that suitcase? Just go ahead, <laughs> that poor little suitcase. I don't, know, I don't know. That was that did seem like it was just like we know what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Just bring that like, I would have cut out the whole thing with Jenkins proposing to her as oh, well. I thought that I was completely agree. unnecessary. See, I did think that was creepy, like creepy older man, because wasn't Jenkins friends with her dad or something? Well, he was younger than her dad. I think he was probably in his 40s. Still in yeah, but yeah, I get it. I guess they needed to provide another suitor or another out for her. But right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It also made him because I kind of liked him. Yeah, and then that did kind of make him mm-hmm. like, like. I will Dude. say that it wasn't. It did seem mostly to be for him a marriage of convenience to like yeah. basically marrying an assistant. Yeah, and he did say that like they didn't have to like live as man and wife. Yeah. Okay. So what a great promise. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just like hang out. You yeah. know what was the term you do used? Work. What. A, a chuckle. What was? Oh, that? a sensible chuckle. <laughs> it's a sensible <laughs> chuckle of a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What about you? What would, what would y'all have changed? Or did you like it? So the things I liked, we discussed how the Duke was the one that had to fall. Cool. I was good with that. I liked that, that she stayed in school. It wasn't like, oh, I'm married now, which was probably not very normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, for this, she was like one of the first students mm-hmm. in Oxford. So it was Just probably... period, yeah. Yeah, everything about it was unprecedented. Uh, I didn't think it needed to end on their honeymoon on the yacht i think they were just trying to throw in some more romance yeah some nakedness like, some more married snuggling married snuggling <laughs> you are on <laughs> fire today with these these euphemisms you should have provided us a list <laughs> i know ahead <laughs> that of time we were allowed to say i'll, I'll provide a glossary next time <laughs> well yes please do <laughs> yes because yeah, we we just ramble on and go off on tangents, and you're over here just gym, just dropping gems. That's so. why she was the English mate. Did you do True. study English? Yes. Mm-hmm. We can see why. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Andrew? What did you think about the end? I don't know. I again, I kind of, I didn't know exactly how it was going to end, but I did kind of know what was going to happen. Yeah. So it was like, okay, that's what happened. They ended, and they went on the honeymoon, and 
they lived happily ever after. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the 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 point, which is the point of most romances is happily ever after. So it didn't bug me because that's what I figured what was going to happen. Yeah. So. Thumbs up, she did it. Cool. So I, I just thought of something specific to the ending. So they're on a yacht. Mm-hmm. Are they by themselves? Because like I imagine a yacht even then was pretty large, and you would need more than a man and one woman of Victorian sensibilities to run it. Oh yeah, no, I thought about this. Yeah. Ramsey's somewhere in the background yeah. <laughs> while they're having yeah. w- give me one. Give, um, me a, give me a fun euphemism. Extreme married snuggling. <laughs> they're having extreme married snuggling like it's a sport. <laughs> it's just like a, an event in the Olympics. Premium married snuggling. <laughs> well now it sounds like a cable package. <laughs> Pay-per-view. Yes. So there is the 1890s pay-per-view going on <laughs> on on the deck of the boat. Like, yeah. doesn't she just, like, laying in a lawn yeah. chair? Yeah. And yeah. I assumed she was clothed. I don't think so after no. reading what no. happened. So I read a lot of reviews afterwards, and some of, the, like, the ones that gave them really low reviews really hated the word mount. <laughs> 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 like, they made specific... <laughs> allusions to that phrase and i'm like yeah that is kind of gross and weird some of that language was a little yeah demeaning yes 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 Yes. yeah like she like she was an animal yeah Yeah. um and and it did take away from the whole we're trying to make this a feminist romance yeah i agree and and again i get it's romance you're gonna have those scenes in there but you're but and that's where up and you know you talk about the equal like there was a lot of they were equal in a lot of ways, not necessarily in status, but mm-hmm. those scenes it was not equal <laughs> at all. Um, and and there's no reason they couldn't have been and still have been effective, or maybe even more effective. Yep. Yep. No, I agree with that. I'm good with that. All right. So, any final thoughts on the book? Anything you want to share that we didn't cover? If you're going to read a romance and you want something that's not just your standard Harlequin, I would recommend this because it gives you a romance with a little bit more there. And mm-hmm. I think that that people like the genre because it's comfort. We talk about comfort food a lot. Yeah. The people who like romance genre like the comfort food. This gives you that, but it also gives you a little more substance. Mm-hmm. Substance is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I voted substance is a word. It's just not the word you're looking for. Substance. Substance. <laughs> I was going with sustenance, and that's not the right word either. Substance. It gives you a little more substance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what I was going to say is I feel like uh, there is a range of romance novels that range from like YA, pretty chaste, really lovely, or even like the Santa suit. Yeah, yeah. To like books that we don't talk about, but we definitely read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is a book that I think is nice and in the middle. I feel like I would recommend it to a book club. There's enough to talk about. I'd let my mama read it. We're not talking about a lot of stuff <laughs> in it. Like, the give me a euphemism. We've already gone with extreme snuggling, so we'll just have okay. to. Okay extreme snuggling scenes i'm not gonna talk about that with my mom but i would let her read a book and i wouldn't do it and be embarrassed i wouldn't be ashamed i would recommend this book to other patrons yeah 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 i think there there is enough in here to talk about and it's not just smutty i would be interested to see because this is the first of a series Mm -hmm. you know did she 
start it this way and then maybe as the series goes on i'd just be interested to see what other like is it a series with these same characters? No. 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 It's the next one's about Miss I'm gonna say Lucy. It's Lucy, yeah. I wasn't sur- sure if it was like Lucci or Lucy or Susan Lucci. I know, I didn't know. Um but yeah, she's the next main character. Okay. Yeah, her okay. And I think that one guy that Annabelle danced with at the party. Oh, Tristan he's introduced. Oh, yeah. the creepy guy. Yeah. Did not oh. like him. Big yeah. dislike. Big uh, dislike. So now I don't yeah. He was creepy. Word. Big yeah. dislike also had to be saved. Yeah. She had to be saved from Tristan by the Duke. Didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, Never but mind. I, I would talk, I would recommend this book to other people. I would talk about this book with other people. I thought it was a solid, I thought it was a solid romance and book. And it does move really fast. I mean, it's a fast pace now. So, so if you get into it, 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 it. The first 30 to 50 pages enough. are not that interesting. No. Mm-hmm. I, I was so proud because I texted Andrew and Angelique and I was like, I can't, I can't get into it. And Andrew's like, I'm 130 pages in. <laughs> and then you all caught up and then I had to like spend an entire Sunday finishing it because I <laughs> slowed I fell off the wagon there. Um, but I was really proud of you. Yeah. But it, but you were, it, I told you, I, said, I was like, it does mm-hmm. speed up and it did. And so it, it and unlike the noise oh, gosh. where it was. Well, no, where it that is our benchmark. Just, yeah. I, but you know what I mean. Where yeah. this actually had its entertaining moments. It did keep you into it, and it did move pretty quickly. So it's a fun, frothy, uh, uh, a quick read. Even though it's three hundred something pages, it moves really fast. So if you're looking for that, and 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 then you get those those things that you want out of a romance novel. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I totally recommend it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fairly formulaic for romance. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It was. If you like, like romance, you'll like this. I think that's where it was like. I was hoping maybe it would break the mold just a little bit more and yeah. didn't. But it was, I mean, if you're going to be in the formula, this is the formula perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah did I a good agree. job. High fives. I agree. All right. All right. To close out our podcast today, I'm promoting the library digital service of the month, Wowbrary. Wowbrary is a weekly newsletter and RSS feed that alerts patrons to new additions to the library collection. When you sign up for Wowbrary, you receive one email per week on Saturdays with an extensive list of what's new in the library, which includes books, music, and more. All right, that's it for this episode of We're Booked Up. Bringing Down the Duke is available both in the library and online in the Libby app. Let us know what you think of the book and what you think of what we think of the book. Just leave a comment at the off-the-shelf blog at gastonlibrary.blogspot.com or at gastonspeaks.podbean.com. Next month's book will be The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.